What is up, people out there? This is Gabriel. Hey guys, this is Richard. And today uh, we're at Rocky's Bar and Grill. We're recording this podcast. It is the pilot episode. It is about, pretty much about relationships, pop culture. Let's go ahead and dig into this intro. Uh, like I said, my name is Gabriel, part of the Anavrin universe. We've tried to do different podcasts in the past. Uh, we did some wrestling podcasts. Uh, yes, we're going to be talking about... In particular, Valentine's Day, what it means uh, from the male perspective, because unfortunately we don't have a female uh, perspective to to bounce off against. But it's just going to be what we think about it from all our past experiences, to be honest. And uh, give us a little bit of information about yourself, Richard. Well, my name is Richard. Um, I am of a certain age that I don't like to reveal. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, Rage Against the Machine just came out um, with their tour dates and the tickets kit went on sale. Are you excited about that? I am, especially since we are going to get get to go. Um, they were a little bit difficult to acquire. The good thing was that no, uh, no resales or scalpers got involved. These were, you know, the, the, uh, the tickets that you had to buy in queue. Uh, if you've ever had to wait to try to get these type of tickets, um, they can be a little bit difficult, especially since it's been a few years, from my understanding, since Rage last toured together. Me and Gabriel went to go see uh, Prophets of Rage, and while that was entertaining, it's it wasn't Rage Against the Machine, to be honest. Right at that time, I thought this is going to be the closest we are to seeing Rage Against the Machine, and uh, here we are a couple of years later. The last time they were... Uh, out was about nine nine years ago, and I, I never thought that I would see them. I thought I would, I would have to go to Los Angeles to see them, but here we are. We got some tickets, and we're ready to go next month. Yes, I do feel sorry for those people who who decided to log on to. I'm sorry, where was it? Ticketmaster. Who Ticket decided Master. to log on to Ticketmaster only half an hour before tickets officially went on sale, and found out that you know what? Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to go through the second hand or black market, whatever you want to call it. Um, because I've seen, I've seen already on Facebook some posts, some legit, you know, first round uh, ticket prices were ranging about $560 already. And those were, anyone who's been to Don Haskins, based on how the stage is set up, that's in Section C. Um, we're not going to be sitting in Section C, but that's fine. Who gives a fuck? It's Rage Against the Machine. But, um, yeah, you're looking at a very sizable car payment right there just for one ticket. So I'm fine with what was got. Yeah, well, we do have the, the tickets to Las Cruces as well. Um, so that was good about about where, where they placed it. They placed it in El Paso and Las Cruces, so that allows, um, you know, our friends south of the border to pick up tickets in Albuquerque, Phoenix. I think Phoenix has its own show. So it's good. Everybody will be able to to feel the rage. Yes, and you know what? To be honest, while I was kind of surprised that they were coming to El Paso um, at Las Cruces, I have to be honest, there's also a part of me that's not really surprised. I, I generally felt that it may be a, maybe a bit... I'm sorry, been in the middle part of the tour, 
But uh, according to the dates I've seen, they're kicking it off here in El Paso. That's actually pretty badass. Because we generally don't get anything like that. Anybody who wants to go see anybody of note, such as, say, for example, Foo Fighters, always has to go somewhere else. They will very rarely come around here, even to the Pan Am. Uh, you're looking your best shot most of the time, Albuquerque. A lot of times you're going to have to go to Phoenix or other people like to make the trek towards East Texas, San Antonio, Houston, Austin, all of them, Dallas. Um, but the fact that they're kicking it off here at EPTX, I, I find that badass. And to grow on that, uh, we we are also getting Megadeth, we're getting Lamb of God, so we're getting a lot more people that are coming in. Speaking Rock has been getting shows the past couple of past couple of years, and we've been getting a lot of different bands uh, that came in. But yeah, Foo Fighters is one that has not come through. Um, the Offspring, they were, I believe, at. Uh, the Downtown Street Festival. I did not get to go to that one, but that's one band that I would like to see. So that's what's been going on. Um, El Paso, please don't screw this up. But a couple years back, he took me to the Guns N' Roses concert. They were a big band. Uh, who opened up for them was Easy Top. But my point is, towards the end of the show, as you know, bands like to throw out on, on stage... Uh, I can't call it merch, but, you know, instruments, whatever that they're using, they like to throw it out to the crowd. El Paso, you know, in its typical way, started throwing stuff back at the band. And one of the things I said as the concert ended, I was like, they're never coming back here. And so I was like, I know you guys won't do that. Whoever's listening to this, it's going to go to rage here in El Paso. But I would... Please really appreciate it. You know, let's stress that again. Do not screw this up for us. Because if we can, if we can have it to where they're like, hey, this, that's a great show. They'll come back. That may influence other acts to come down here. All right. So today is Desperation Day. Do you know what Desperation Day is? Um, we all have different definitions on that. Uh, me, me being technically single. Um, I have nothing to worry about, but there may be people who are desperate uh, because, I don't know, they want to have somebody, I'm assuming this is for Valentine's, but they might they might be wanting to see somebody for Valentine's. Um, I would say to them, don't be, because uh, it's really not worth it, but if you are, good luck to you. Um, the other thing is, those who are involved in some kind of serious relationship, uh, and I'm talking to you, you guys, more than the females. You may be desperate to find that perfect gift to go ahead and get for them for this very commercialized day that is coming up tomorrow. Um, I'll also throw out good luck to you then, because if you if you're just barely trying to get it now, and by it I mean the gift, well, good luck to your dumbass, because I don't know why you're barely doing it right now. <laughs> well, desperation day from How I Met Your Mother is the day when single women are most vulnerable, when a 10 has the self-esteem of a 4 and the depraved enthusiasm of a 2 and therefore are easy to get with. Um, right now, I would say this bar right now is providing a sausage fest. Old, fine. old sausage. I'm calling them old. Seasoned. 
So, do you believe this is a real thing, this desperation day? I don't know, because the bars that I go to, or any type of social gatherings, if you will, uh, most of the women are taken, or, as you alluded to, and I, again, I don't know if this is an El Paso thing, but most of the bars I attend are, are if you're lucky, just 70% guys of the seasoned variety. But I guess because we're hitting up bars and not we're not at clubs or whatever. What do you typically see at bars? Well, uh, for those of you who don't know, because I really didn't explain this when I introduced myself, I'm currently a, a part-time bar back doorman at a bar myself. And what I see is nothing but guys. The women that go there are either with a dude or they come in packs to protect themselves from the seasoned sausage that is about to attempt any type of uh, coupling activities, if you will. Um, it's very rare. I'm, it's very rare when I see a single woman walk in by herself. I see single dudes go in all the time, but a woman by herself, hardly ever. Hardly ever. And if she does, don't, don't believe she's single because someone's gonna meet up with her within the next 15 to 20 minutes or she's going to bolt. Would you say that people see an attractive woman and they go up to her and they get shot down or is it all about the confidence? Because one one man can go up and say, hey, what's up? And she's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm married. I'm, what I'm with somebody. And then, uh, shall I say, a better looking man comes up and they're like, hey, what's up? Can I sit here? Sure. And a general conversation. No, what I see when someone attempts to start talking to a lady, it usually ends in a crash and burn uh, because uh, these guys have already been drinking a lot and their confidence is real high, but their ability to formulate or, or put together coherent sentences has already left the bar. So they're just talking a whole bunch of nonsense i used to find it amusing at first but now it's just like well here's another here's another car wreck coming up um and again this is what drives what drives women out the bar to where you know sausage levels return to normal um but it's it's nothing that you see on tv where where it's cliched that it's all about confidence because clearly liquid confidence has or liquid bravery, whatever you want to call it, has taken over. And these guys, these guys are just totally falling on their faces. Um, I cannot think of a time when I've watched someone actually succeed. Going full circle, um, the whole desperation game, like we said, this is, um, it's make-believe, it is TV. So it doesn't really come out, whereas, like places like here, like El Paso, might be different than you know LA, New York, Chicago places where uh, better better wording. Uh, it's happening, you know. People are out there. Uh, bars really aren't the place out there. Clubs are the places where people meet. You know, here in El Paso, I think a lot a lot of people meet at the bar instead. And they have a couple of drinks. Uh, there's been people that I've spoken to 
they've had dates at the bar, whether it's a woman or a man, and uh, you know, it, it it kind of feels like when I spoke to my friend, she's a female, she told me that she didn't want to go on the date, but because the beer was free, that she would have went. She's just like, oh, well, I don't have anything else to do. So I'll go ahead and and, and, and drink. And the, <clears throat> going back to actually the whole the whole wording of our of what the podcast is called, Unfriend Me. Uh, usually, a lot of the things that we're gonna say is are gonna be very confrontational, and a lot of people aren't going to like it. So we named it Unfriend Me because people don't want to hear the truth at times, or uh, they. They say, oh, well, this is me, and this happened, and this happened, but they put themselves in that place. Yeah, fully agreed. I've seen that where where someone, well, not necess- not the origin, the way you put it, where someone comes, uh, comes in, a, fe- uh, a woman goes with a guy who asked her out to have a drink like that and just have drinks she went and you know ends up you know dude never stood a chance I haven't seen that scenario what I've seen is when a woman will entertain a a guy's company just so that he can keep buying drinks and I have a problem with both sides of this because from the from the male perspective when I'm watching this Again, when I'm on shift, I'm thinking to myself, wow, seriously, you, you, the guy, you can't see what's happening here. You, you don't stand a chance. Body language is everything when I'm, when I'm observing all these interactions. You can clearly tell that the woman is, is not comfortable in the situation except for the fact that the drinks keep pouring. And, you know, so it's like... Why can't he pick up on this? I think it's the rose, rose-covered glasses. You're so into the whole fact that you're out with somebody, and you're like, yeah, this part, I'm, I'm actually out with this person, and so they're there having a drink, you're having a good time, you're thinking that she's having a good time, but in reality, she's just like, <laughs> yeah, where's, where's my drink? Shots? What? We're going to get shots? Let's make it fun. Let's get shots. Yeah, so I can go to the next... Uh, next place I'm gonna go to which happens and there was there was this one situation that happened a couple weeks back no I would say I would say it's December of last year since currently again we this is February 13th so I'd say it was uh, December of last year and I saw this one guy who I've had to kick out out of another bar because flat out he's a creeper and I don't I don't blame any of the women uh, for getting my attention to, to move him away. But he's one of those that's very persistent and he's, and he's very, uh, he's very touchy-feely. And I've, I've had to get, I can't say physical, but I've had to go up to him and stop touching our bartenders, please. They don't like that. And of course, he gets defensive. But anyway, that was him. And he was, um, he was doing all of that. He was buying drinks, buying shots. But I guess his payoff was, you know, okay, since I'm buying this, I get to put my arm around you. I get to put my hand down your back. And 
and I wanted to step in, but but the bartender's like, no, no, they're getting free drinks, leave them alone. I was like, okay. And it's true because there will be some times when women will tell me, hey, can you get this guy away from us? That never happened. At the end of it, of course, the female that he was trying to talk to and her friends all vacated and he left with a, a tab of $180, which is really high for the type of bar that I was at because it's, it's, a, it's basically a shot bar or, or a dive bar, hole in the wall. And that's a, that's a big tab. And um, he kind of had this defeated look on his face the rest of the night and I was just thinking, what did you expect was gonna happen? But, you know, oh, and that's the other side is like, um, you know, sometimes it's like I, I just watch some of these women just to squeeze drinks out of these guys. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, at first I used to think, don't you have a conscience about this? And I'm like, eh, fuck it. Why? If this, if this idiot is just going to keep on pouring drinks down, at some point, you know, you would think that he learns. you got to understand, this, this one individual that I'm referring to never learns. But, you know, I guess bar life, if you will. But it's just one of those interactions that I see between uh, males and females in a bar when there are actually females in the bar that I work at. Yeah, I would just tell guys, if you're going to go out and be buying a lady, a lady friend, whatever whatever you call her, if you're going to be buying drinks, do yourself a favor and have no expectations at the end of the night. Because... You're only going to set yourself up for failure. I mean, yes, there might be the guy that succeeds. I get that. But if you're going to be the guy that fails you, and hell, even if you were just trying to get to know her, not not trying to get her in bed or anything, but if she, if she friend-zoned your ass, you know, you knew you should have that understanding that that's a very, a very genuine possibility. I don't know, I just... It, it, it just happens so much where I, where I work and I know it's at the bar that we're at at some point it's going to happen tonight um, me and Gabriel will see it from a customer's perspective and you know we have our little anecdotes about that but yeah I mean I would advise guys don't have any expectations just go have a good time have a decent conversation who knows maybe if you're just a regular dude you'll stand a better chance instead of trying to be some arrogant jackass uh, yeah so we're drinking beer just so that you know so we're gonna switch directions now is Valentine's Day a day for couples men or women in your opinion I think the way it's structured now um yeah, I think it's geared more toward, and I'm trying to word this right so it doesn't come out bad, but I think it's more about women and, you know, what can be done for, what can be done, what can be given to a woman. Like, are you going to, are you going to take her out? Are you going to give her flowers, give her candy? I mean, and then next, it would be for couples, I guess, secondary. 
or in the background it can be for the couples who who are sharing a day you know it's I, I can't this just barely came out by out my brain but you know like kind of like a second anniversary that's shared amongst everybody um, it can be a couple thing if you will um, I seriously doubt at least in my opinion I would not say it's about guys I mean if you want to say if it's about guys spending money then then I'll say that but I generally don't think it's it's a it's a day about men what would you say the majority is that um, let's say a man would pay something and a woman would pay something don't get me wrong there there are women out there that go all out and they make sure that their man is taken care of and they do the whole shmeen I believe that um it's just that we still, at least within this country, we still live in a society where certain days, I can't say it's expected, but maybe some some guys feel it's appropriate that they do pay for the entire night. Um, me, me, honestly, from speaking personally, when I'm when I'm seeing somebody, if we, <laughs> this sounds bad, but if we get to a Valentine's Day. Um, because again, I am single, but if if me and that woman I'm seeing do get to a Valentine's Day, I I feel like I should pay. Um, but if she's in, if she's insistent that she wants to pay something, uh, that's fine. Um, I'm, I've learned in my age that you know what, if if she's gonna push back once or twice, let it go. Let her pay what she wants to pay. But if that's not the case, I have no issue paying. I have no issue paying on this day. Actually, for the most part, when I'm, I know this is going slightly sideways, but personally speaking, I have no issue paying for somebody when I'm seeing them. Uh, my issue only comes with when we're just barely talking. I will kind of expect you to pay your half. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. You haven't asked somebody if they want to have plans, or if they want to do anything. How would you uh, go about it? There's that special person in the office. You're talking to them. You've been talking to them. You kind of have those feelings. Uh, you think that they might reciprocate it. How would you go about it? For something like that, if it's Valentine's Day, especially on a Friday, um, I think going back from what I originally said especially okay if it's, if it's somebody that, that I'm seeing I'm, on a, I'm autom- automatically paying if it's somebody that I'm really into and I'm getting I'm getting the gist that the feelings are mutual then then you know then I will I will pay but if it's Valentine's uh, going out I am not gonna go out with just a friend. If anything, I would just get a, a bunch of single friends together, guys and girls. And we all go together and we all pay our own tab. But if I'm taking someone out on Valentine's, either either I'm involved in a serious relationship with her already, or that's what I'm looking for. Not something that's like, hey bud, wanna go grab a bite? No. My opinion on that matter is just, my opinion on that matter is just be yourself. Don't put a lot of stress on yourself because I've seen, and uh, I'm not too proud, 
I've put a lot of uh, stress on myself on those. Uh, it has to be perfect. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this. And at the end of the night, it's just a bust. I'm not upset. I'm a little disappointed, sure. But there are um, there are people out there that just it just ruins their day. It ruins their month, and they start getting into a funk. And you know what? She might be, or he might not be the the one. He might it might not even be the next one. But sooner or later, we'll see what happens. So, going to the next question I have on here. Would you get mad if your significant other didn't celebrate it? Let's say you met somebody that just was like, nope, I don't want to do anything on that day. I hate that day. Um, what would you have to say about that? I would first take the mentality that you're going to have to compromise if you're in a serious relationship. And you know what? I, I'm not big on Valentine's. So, if... If we're going to get specific to that day, and if she was like, you know, I don't like Valentine's, I don't like Valentine's, I hate it, I'd be all, okay, cool. My only concern with that is, I'd always be wondering, why? Like, is it because of what other guys have done to it? Have they, have they effed it up for you? Or is this just something that you don't believe in? Because, you know, there are some people who out there who are just tired of commercialized uh, days like I can't call it a holiday, but days that we celebrate like Valentine's. So I would try to drill down into what is the real reason. And if it's just because you hate that Valentine's is so commercialized, great, fully respected. If it's because guys have come in in the past and they fucked it up for you, uh, my only issue with that is that's cool, but I'm here now. You need to start releasing all of that hate. We don't need to do anything on Valentine's. But can you start letting go of those feelings that are attached to those people on this day? So, like, you're, what you're saying is, why celebrate horrible times? Why are you keeping that in it? It's like, hey, um, this day, seven years ago, this guy did this to me. So I hate Valentine's Day. But now, I'm with my husband, I'm with my significant other, I'm with my girlfriend, and everything's great, but I still hate that day. Yes, um, it's because, what I'm looking at it is like, is, is celebrate the right verb that you're using. But, I see where you're going. It, it kind of, there was this one girl, there was this one girl that I was seeing when I had gotten out of one serious relationship and bear with me because I'm getting I'm, this is where it relates to the whole Valentine's Day question I hate it I hate it I hate it I don't want to do it who every time this girl every time a song would come on she's all I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear it because it reminds me of a guy and I'm like I was like well I'm kind of here now so and I like this song kind of need to start letting this go so if there's if there's any baggage attached to valentine's that's related to an ex or someone who who effed you up you know understand that 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 there's a very good chance that you're going to be involved with someone who genuinely likes valentine's so you know someone honestly someone's going to win win that win that battle or lose it however you want to see it um but yeah it's like i would start thinking it's time to let 
let whatever it is go. If in the future you're just meh about Valentine's, me personally, I'm fine with it. But if there's if there's still residual bad feelings, I'm like, I gotta start working those out because guess what? If I start hating on certain days because they remind me of one of my exes, that's not going to be appreciated on the other side. So, but you know, if it's just because you hate commercialized holidays, fully respect. And in my opinion, I'm gonna say that I believe that you should make that day about that person. It should be about your relationship, not about anybody else, not about. Anybody from the past should be about your man, your woman, or your woman and woman and men and men, whatever it is. It's about your significant other. Um, I don't think it should be one-sided. I don't think one person should be like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that. And the other person's like, who? I expect this. Because that's not how relationships work. They should be 50-50. So going based off of that, um, I have a couple of Valentine's Day facts that we Go ahead. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and bring the mic a little bit. We have some Metallica playing in the background. Okay. Every year, more than 36 million heart-shaped boxes of chocolates are sold across the country. I find that pretty funny because uh, women are usually like, ah, I don't want chocolate. I want chocolate. But whatever. <laughs> um Sorry, um, this this is another Valentine's Day pack. Sorry, men, it looks like you'll be spending twice as much as women this year on gifts. The average man spends $130 on Valentine's Day. Chump. While women spend about $70. Cheapskate. So what do you think that $130 is compared to that $70? going to say flowers. And to me, flowers are more like... not. It's not my thing, but... I see flowers as like I fucked up. I'm sorry here. So I don't like to give flowers because I, to me, I feel that people are women are like, what did you do? What'd you do? You know? But so $130. Well, let's see the bill. $130. Go. What, dinner, flowers, some form of candy. Movie? Movie. Uh, movie and everything that gets tied into movies with concessions. Because we all know that you're going to be spending more on concessions than the damn ticket. Um, Jesus, well, if, if you think about it that way, with the dinner, let's just say Olive Garden. Olive Garden, a decent dinner at Olive Garden is going to cost you 45 That's with no alcoholic beverages. Um, I don't know about candy and flowers, because I haven't... I haven't had anybody to do that for for a while. Uh, anybody listening can, you know, mentally throw in the numbers in their head if you did this recently. And then let's just say you did take them uh, to the movies. Uh, most likely it's going to be at night, either before or after dinner. Uh, the ticket itself, or tickets, since you're looking at two, is going to be anywhere ranging from 16 to 20. Of course, you're going to get concessions because someone is going to want popcorn. Someone's going to want a Coke or some kind of frothy beverage. And maybe someone will want additional candy. So I, I could see right there that entire that entire deal very possibly being anywhere from 20 uh, to maybe about $40, $50. Because concessions cost you so damn much. 
So let's just go high end. Let's just say Olive Garden or or Marginal Dinner, forty five. You went high end at the at the local theater to watch a movie. You're only looking at ninety five dollars. And I can honestly say that's going to be paid for all by the guy. So now we have a gap of about $45 to meet that 130 average. Um, so I can see that going out on very expensive flowers and some, you know, heart-shaped box of candy that you bought at Walgreens or something. So yeah, I can see why it goes to $130. Now, the 70s spent by women, I have no fucking clue. What I can say, you know, what I do notice is that men buy the stuff that's consumable that night. Women may be be prone, and ladies, of course, you can advise us if we're wrong, but women are more prone to buy something that's gonna last, like a watch, or some kind of, I don't know, something that's gonna, clothing, something that's gonna stay with the dude. I wanna say that maybe it would be something that the the guy is is saying that they want. Um, Just off the top of my head, Maybe he wants some Nikes, some Jordans, um, like you said, a watch. Another thing could be some concert tickets, like we were saying. Just something that she's overheard on a video game. That sounds about right, $69.99. So that's one of the the facts here. Yeah, Um, yeah, like ladies get them Call of Duty. uh, That's still a badass game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Another fun fact here. Don't forget about your pets. Every year, about <laughs> 9 million people buy their pets a Valentine's Day gift. So, you gotta buy your little pups, little pup pups, uh, a gift. No. No. Uh, my, my, my pets, my pets are gonna get, on Valentine's, what they get the rest of the year. Their food and water. And maybe a pat on the head. That's it. No, no kisses. Oh. <laughs> they're not. They're not human. Okay, so my next fact here is February fourteenth is the second largest gift giving, second largest gift giving day of the year. Do you know what the first is? What, was that, uh, Christmas. Christmas is right. Just after Christmas. Uh, this year, it's expected that one billion cards will be exchanged around the world. Um, I remember when I was a kid. We always had the different ones, and I, I know you're going to say about the Ralph. I choose, 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 choose you. That's going to be iconic one. That's, that's never going to go away. But no, I, I remember the Mickey Mouse uh, lollipops. Those were always really good. Um, and, you know, you have crushes when you're, yeah. when you're in grade school. You're like, oh, she gave me this one that said, I don't know, I don't know something punny. Yeah, and, and any, I, I don't know if it's still done or if it's done for the because I, I mostly did this as an 80s kid because by the time I was in, by the time I was still in school in the 90s I was mostly in high school um, yes I know I'm dating myself by saying that but yes I was in high school so in, in the high end of junior high we didn't exchange Valentine's cards at Colwell Elementary um, or Burgess we didn't exchange high school. so everything was done at Hillside Elementary for me, and I don't. And maybe the guys can relate to this, but when you're exchanging cards, you kind of maybe felt obligated to make sure everybody got one. But you had to make sure the ones that were going to your fellow guy classmates were very not be mine. Just like have a happy Valentine's. 
enjoy. I, I made sure that, you know, and to most of the girls, because I, I really didn't like girls in elementary. But for the guys, I was like making sure I was not, I was not putting out a Be My Valentine on um, <laughs> any of those. Well, speaking about school, did you ever go to any of the Valentine's Day dances? Yes, and you know what? That's one thing TV got right, was when I was in school, when those dances first progressed, or were first started, the girls and guys were separated at first. And then gradually, you know, you'd see the kids who would brave it out, and then everybody would start filtering it. And everybody who wanted to dance. And dancing back then was kind of like how karaoke is now. You have those people who are like, oh no, I can't do it. I will, I will fucking die if I go out there. And the people who are doing it are like, you know, no one gives a shit about you, right? So you're just making this totally about you and nobody cares. But that's the way it was. Everybody was like, I'm not going to dance, I'm not going to dance. Until they went out and started dancing and didn't care. Um, but at least that's the way it was. Uh, actually, those type of Valentine's Day dances happened at Colwell. They didn't happen at Hillside, they didn't happen at Burgess. They happened at Colwell. Do you remember when they blocked the windows? They put the construction paper over there. So yes. if you were a kid, you couldn't go see the middle school uh, people dance because you were like, what's going on? Oh, don't worry, I'm going to figure that out. About two years, three years, that's going to be me. I'm going to be in there. I'm be drinking my punch. I don't remember punch being there. I remember there being a snack bar. Or at Colwell? At Colwell, there was a snack bar. Maybe, maybe they built that after I left because... I don't know, schools always seem to get better once you leave them. I mean, I mean, Colwell looks like a damn high school now. Um, but do you, have any, do you have any stories, any specific stories that you remember from a Valentine's Day dance? Because I have a couple. I, did, I, only went to, I only went to two. The sixth grade one, the seventh grade one, the eighth grade one, I, I didn't go. Um, or, no, I didn't go, like... The seventh grade one is, I, I, it's just very fuzzy, I can't remember. Uh, no, nobody spiked the, spiked any drinks, I just don't remember it all that much. I remember the sixth grade one uh, very vividly because at that time, that's, that's where I danced with this one girl. She was the first one I ever danced with and we ended up back, back then. If you were girlfriend and boyfriend, it wasn't called girlfriend and boyfriend. You were you you were said to be going around with each other. Going around—that's a different word now. Yeah. Yes, and I get it, it's just middle school, but just please bear with me. Um, but anyway, it I'll, it was kind of weird because I loved to dance, but I was part of the I was part of the rocker. I was I was a rocker, jean jacket, you know, jeans, you know. Everything that matched, I had the long, uh, the long hair. Yes, I used to have long hair. Some days I'd look like Slash, other days I looked like Troy Polamalu. Um, it just depended, but yeah. Um, so imagine, you have to imagine back then, every group acted a certain way, and um, rockers didn't dance. 
but I did. And anyone who knows me knows that, you know, I just like to. I may not know how to, but I like to. I mean, just perfect example. I was one of the few guys back in, what are the, the early 2000s? What, what is that called? Uh, 2000 to 2009? The 2000s? Oh, I guess. I was one of the few guys that would actually pop, well, it's, that would actually uh, pop, lock, and drop it. Because, yeah, I actually like to do that. Can't do it now. You're still a dancer now. Whenever they have the line dances, you go out there and you, you, you do, do your thing. Yeah, much to my dismay. Um, anybody who knows if, if I have enough beer on me, I did this once at this bar called Adrian's. Uh, when me, you, and Carlos were hanging out, they had this DJ at the time, and me and you were just having, the three of us were just having a conversation. And, of course, the DJ put on Wobble, and I just looked at both of you and just watched this. And I just went out there and started wobbling all by myself. And I didn't care. And, of course, I got a shot out of it. But... I do remember that. But, yeah, going back to all of that, it's like... Yeah, I don't remember, I don't remember 8th grade. I, I didn't go to 8th grade. Don't remember 7th. I remember 6th only because that's where I had my first girlfriend. And, um, so what about you? Well, two of the stories that I have intertwine, and then the third one, a lot of you women out there are going to tell me, you were a dumbass. You were such a dumbass. But, but you were, but you were so young. So young and dumb, yeah. Okay. And I know the rest, but... Okay, go on. <laughs> All right, so uh, there was this girl, and we were in the sixth grade. It was around January, February, you're back from that winter break. Uh, her and I, we had a good rapport. So I had the courage to go ask her. I was like, hey, uh, it's a little sixth grader. Um, you know, there's this Valentine's Day dance. And uh, would you would, would you like to go with me? I didn't say as friends. I just said, would you like to go with me? And she's like, yeah, I'll go. So right there, I was just like, yeah. Like, you know, when Mario gets a point. <laughs> you know, so I was really happy. Um, I, do t- I do think that TV kind of messes with you. You have it like Wonder Years, Boy Meets World, those kind of things. So you, you envision this perfect little evening. And you start thinking, oh, well, this is how it's going to be. You're going to be at the dance. You're going to be there. The music's going to play. And then you guys are going to I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. I, I always have been. And for the most part, it, it's done me um, not very well. But at certain times, it's, it's played its, its good part. Um, but going back to the story, uh, she was like, yeah, let's go. Well, uh, Valentine's Day shows up, you know, I had my nice little, my nice little suit jacket, I was all wow. spiffy, getting ready in the morning, got my tres flores, putting it in the hair, slicking it back, slicking it back, so yeah, I go to, I go to school, and then I'm there, and there, you know, we go into class, alright, alright, so the dance is a little bit like, maybe around two or three, uh, and then my mom shows up. And I'm like, what's happening here, you know? And my mom's all like, we gotta go. Why why do we gotta go? What's happening? Someone dying? Well, somebody was dying. 
somebody was dying, we had family in Chihuahua, we had to go to Chihuahua right then and there, and they pulled me out of class, I pulled my brothers out of class, um, at that time my brother was at Jefferson, he was in high school, so this is, I, this is all I remember, I remember my mom taking me out of class, and my mom was like, we gotta go, we gotta do this, she, she went to go get my brother out of high school, and when my mom went inside to the high school to get my brother out, I started bawling in the car. And I was like, how can this happen? This is supposed to be perfect. <laughs> um, she's gonna she's gonna think that I, I, now what it would say is, is she would think that I was ghosting her. Um, but, or just, you know, straight up playing her. But nope, I had to go to Chihuahua. And I mean, it was for, it was for a good reason. Don't get me wrong. But it just hurt. At that time, it hurt because I was like, this, this girl's like, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, long story short, I come back and she she either played it off well or she was she was hurt. She's just like, no, it's okay, it's cool. I danced with so and so. I don't even remember who. And I was like, that's cool. No, nothing ever came out of it. So I'm just like, whatever. Um, the next year, though. Uh, we had, you know, the, the school elections. Her and I both uh, both had wanted to be vice president of the student council there. So I was like, I'll throw my name in there. So her and I were, well, you know, we're campaigning, whatever campaign that you could do as a middle school. Um, and we actually ended up in a deadlock with a runoff. I, I don't remember how that happened, but I ended up winning. I ended up winning for that year. And then the dance was the same day, so I was with a couple of my friends, and and she looked kind of upset, and I was like, is she upset because she remembered last year, or is she upset because I beat her? <laughs> to this wow. day, to this day, I really, I really couldn't tell you. Um, at that time, I believed it was because of the last year, but yeah, it's been a year. She probably was pissed off that I won in the election. I would think so. In hindsight, yeah. Okay, so that was the that was the two stories that I worked once. Now this one, this next one's not really a Valentine's Day dance story, but it does coincide with it. There was this girl in eighth grade. So what happened between seventh and eighth grade is that Coldwell Elementary stopped being a middle school. They only wanted to become an elementary school. So they stopped They stopped uh, middle school, and anybody who was still in that middle school had to go to Carlos Cordova, which is now Armendariz Middle School. My class, like everybody from Coldwell, was in the Blue Pride. I got put in the Gold Pride. So I met everybody else from, uh, I believe it was Crockett in Houston, so people I didn't know. So I had to make a lot of new friends. Well, in making these new friends, there was this girl, and you could say it's the she's all that thing, maybe, whatever you want to call it. Um, she would she would always have her hair, like, whatever way that she wanted, and she would just be her. And towards that end of that school year, she, she did the she's all that thing, and she, like, dressed up real nice, and fine and um, at that time I was hanging around with all the skaters because I, I mean at that time um, all those guys I would hang out with them at lunch well this is the long story short or as short as it could be we we had a dance at the Alamo 
Alamo Dance Hall, right there. Um, if you're if you're into coconuts, you know where it is. Coconut Bar. It's like a block, about a block away. Anyways, our school. And you know what? Uh, going off topic here. I'm a big wrestling fan, and uh, we are gonna have our our wrestling podcast pretty soon once we get that that off the ground. But it was the Monday night, Monday Night Raw of the Owen Hart tribute. That was the day. So we had we had the school dance. It was the end of the year school dance, and so this girl was there. I was there. She was my friend. My dumbass. She comes up to me and, she, and it's a nice song, you know. And she's like, "Hey, do you want to dance?" Okay. And my dumbass says, "I gotta save my energy to mosh later." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a dumbass. Oh. Wow. So. So yeah, that was that was a that was an idiot thing that I did. Um, they played they played a rock song for us, and we were all started washing. It really wasn't until the summer that I was like, "Hey, that was a pretty stupid thing that I did." Fully agreed. <laughs> I gotta save my energy. I gotta save my energy because I gotta mosh later. Because you know guy. I'm I'm so young and I don't have energy to mosh. Right, but. Real quick, you you mentioned that you you hung out with the skaters. Let me ask you: these skaters, did they actually, you know, skate, or would they just like walk to and from their house with the skateboard and never use it? No, there were these guys were actual skaters. Uh, uh, but what's the word they used back then? Posers. Is that a, is that still a word now? I don't know. Well, that's my story on school dances. Uh, I was a dumbass, and I think all of us are dumbasses on part of our lives. But that one, I felt, was pretty bad. Um, But let's go back to the facts. Um, The Valentine's Day facts. Okay, teachers receive the most Valentine's Day cards, followed by kids, mothers, wives, and girlfriends. And it says wives and girlfriends. That doesn't mean send one to your wife, send one to your girlfriend. They're, They're separate right here. Uh, Hallmark was one of the first to mass produce a Valentine's Day card, all the way back to 1915. So this has been this has been going on for a while. Just a bit. Just a bit. Okay, more than one third of men are comfortable not receiving anything from a lover on Valentine's Day. Excuse me, that's true. I once saw a card that says, "You know what's a good Valentine's Day gift?" What? I forgot the punchline. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so flower facts. It's estimated that U.S. alone is going to spend, take this, $3.3 billion on flowers for loved ones this year. The only other day that beats Valentine's Day in floral sales is... Mother's Day? Mother's Day. You got it. Um, Of the 124 million households in the U.S., it's predicted that 43 million of them will purchase flowers. Hmm, I would say that's that's a good. It's not really that high. <laughs> and the most likely flower to be purchased? Rose. Red roses, of course. And would you believe that young people are leading the trend in floral sales? In 2016, 63% of floral buying households were under the age of 35. Another fact here, who says you can't be your own Valentine's? Valentine, sorry. In 2015, 18% of women... 
Can you guess the rest? No. 18% of women sent themselves flowers. I pos- look, look what I got. I have a secret admirer. <laughs> secret admirer. <laughs> Ordering a bouquet, have it tied in lace. The word lace wow. comes from the Latin word lace, meaning to share or net, as in to catch a person's heart. The most searched flowers on Valentine's Day, the rose, iris, lilies, sunflower, orchid, tulip, daisy, lavender. Now that love is in the air, share some of these fun facts with your friends. Or even your Valentine. And bonus, here's a bonus fact for you. 64% of men do not make plans in advance for Valentine's Day. Wow. So that one might be especially worth sharing. So I remember seeing an episode of Freaks and Geeks. And they were telling the son that go ask the girl because everyone's so scared of asking her out. So no one will ask her out to the dance. And so she'll go alone. And those are the fun facts. What do you think? Some of it's not surprising. Uh, some of it's humorous, like people buying themselves <laughs> their own Valentine's. Um, yeah. But that's not unknown. I, I mean, no, I mean, women, women, some women like to. Some women like to make men feel jealous and in order to get a rise out of them. Or the single ladies, they just like to uh, show the other ladies, oh, look, someone's thinking of me. And it's like, yeah, your damn self. Um, but <laughs> um, some of these other things, like I said, fellas, I think Gabriel threw out the fact of... Um, Men don't think of anything in advance. Uh, um, it good is, thing this is almost over because I might say stuff that I don't want to. Well, we can save that for another show. A lot of our other shows are going to be... Let's just give you a preview. Um, we want to do one about the friend zone. Is Ooh. it real? Do you put yourself in it? That, so, that, that's going to be a fun one because... Yeah, we all got stories. I really... I could. We could really use a female's perspective on that show that day. We, talk we, about we generally want to hear from you guys um, because we don't always we don't always want to have our our hands on the wheel totally. We want to we want to get a pulse from you guys. So you know, say something about every. I can't say segment because this ain't wrestling, but. Say something about you know the fun facts, you know our little our little stories. Did you relate? Uh, could you relate, but you kind of disagree, or did you just think we were dumbasses just for bringing it up in the first place? Something. Yep, we definitely appreciate it. All right, so from Rocky's Bar and Grill, uh, we're gonna go ahead and sign off right now. Uh, we do have karaoke tonight with locomo locomotion locomotion uh, karaoke locomotion karaoke and that is from nine to two he's he'll put you up he'll sign you up he's or badass. he'll or he'll suicide you and you're gonna have to put on you're gonna have to sing whatever he puts on all right guys so have a good valentine's day 
enjoy yourselves. Don't take anything too seriously. Be yourself. And uh, Richard, do you have anything to add? No, thanks guys. Thanks for taking the time to listen, for listening to us. And and again, if you have any feedback, that'll be more than appreciated from the both of us. So uh, if you guys are celebrating uh, Valentine's, hope you guys have a good one. If not, then just enjoy your day and your night. And uh, we'll, uh, you'll be hearing from us again soon. We'll see you later. Bye.